Welcome everyone to BobaCast episode number 9, this is Colin Fest 2006, since there is no AG episode today, um, I'd like to introduce every single person that will be participating in this cast. First of all we have Pi, BMG Mod. Hey everybody. We have PBN Steve from Pokemon Palace Network. Hey everyone, how's it going? And finally, last but not least, Archaic from Bubble Garden, Webmaster, all that good hey stuff. Hey everyone. And now, like I said, we're going to have a pretty good show for you today. Since AG 171 is next week and not this week, we're going to have all call-ins today. And let's begin some right now. We start Call-In Fest 2006 with Chosen of Mana. Let's bring him in now. Hello, Chosen of Mana. Welcome to Bubblecast 9. Thanks, guys. And since it is a call and fest you can talk about anything so what would you like to ask us hmm. okay maybe we can talk about the upcoming episode where Harley and the villains alliance if we got any yeah. info not much to be honest hmm. um we just uh, we have like the we're in for another speculation fest yeah we have the summary that's about it yeah um we can only assume what's going on there. Because it yeah. is going to be indeed a very interesting alliance to say the Those least. Those summaries are delightfully vague. Well, By delightfully, I mean pain in the word I probably should say mm. on the podcast. <laughs> My best guess is that they've basically both recognized May as a threat for the contest, and they're going to try and do something sneaky to knock her out. Maybe they're just going to do something so they're not actually up against each other in the contests and so they've got more chances to make sure that May doesn't get through to the end. That's not or like maybe that seems to be like not, to, I don't know. Seems we to don't be like know. targeted like that before. Seems to me like they would go to greater lengths and just making sure they weren't they were on opposite sides of the tournament or something. <clears throat> that seems to me like they might be considering something more sabotage like yeah, just knowing you know, their history and the like. It's gonna backfire, and it's. Gonna oh yeah, of course it's thing. gonna backfire. Yeah. Because maybe they'll give Squirtle the antidote to Pokemon. <laughs> antidote. Yeah, it'll be the the, the God Mod antidote. Squirtle. What are they gonna Pokemon? do? Break its foot or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Squirtle no, forgot Ice Beam, and Squirtle learned to flash. <laughs> No, because no, because they're gonna put anti-steroids things in the EVs. <laughs> oh god! No, no, no! All they had to go is go to the move deleter and get rid of Ice Beam. Be back. That'd be great. They gotta get Squirtle there, though. That's just they'll silly. kidnap it and bring it to the move deleter. Hmm. I don't know. I just think we really have no idea. Harley in the in the series because I guess the fans really like him. Yeah, he's pretty popular. He's He's been set up to be the main rival to May season. <coughs> that might be for whatever reason. And maybe he's gonna. I don't know who, who who's gonna initiate this alliance. Team Rocket or Harley? That's a very good question. Probably we can Team probably Rocket. assume. Nothing. Well, actually, wait a second. Last time Team Rocket tried to ally with Harley, Harley laughed him off. Yeah, right. I just remember that, that after blurring. <laughs> I have a feeling that Harley's gonna come back to Team Rocket. Because yeah. he's heard of how, you know, and all that, to try to do something. Of course, it's going to backfire. 
and you know, but that'll still get Harley his lead role in in another episode. Yeah, he might Which, figure that it's not going to work anyway, and that they couldn't really help him. But at the least, their idiotic antics might distract yeah. uh, Haruko a little from her practice. That could be that. Uh, it could be something totally different that we're not thinking along, and I'm sure people mm. on the forums will be thinking along that line. Uh, I won't mention it, but yeah, could be that. Something else totally different. Could be a lot of things. Uh, just really have to wait and see. See how it all plays out. So judging, yeah, judging by the summary and the, and the, and whatnot, it's just not enough information to to really create any kind of decent hypothesis of what's going to happen. Yeah, I guess the final word is just to see and find out. Yeah. Yep. But it's always fun speculating too. So. Got uh, got anything else? No, I guess that's it. Thanks, guys. Later. Hey, thanks for your call. No problem. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Right. Bye. And thank you, Charles Romano, for calling there. Now, let's move on to our next caller. It's going to be BGT. Hello, Hello BGT, and welcome to Bullcast 9. Hello? Okay, um, basically the question I had was, um, what do you think, I mean, what do you think, I mean, I've never seen it really defined in the anime. Um, what do you think really would make someone a Pokemon master? Um, is it, is it, would it be just public acceptance, or... I mean, what goals would you have to meet to actually uh, claim that title? Ooh. Well, always, of course, well, there's always a lot of different routes to that because Ash never really seemed to consider catching them all to be essential. But yet, again, but yet again, you have to consider that it, that it isn't an easy feat to accomplish because yeah. that, that implies that you have to catch every single one of them, and that is purely impossible. That by definition, but there are def- several definitions to that. Yeah, catch it, catching all the Pokemon in the world is impossible because of the sheer fact that that you'd have to go ahead and steal all Pokemon from the trainers. But catching one of every kind of Pokemon just borders on the really, 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 really hard. <laughs> you'd because... be a master before you had all of them, frankly. Exactly. With all the legendaries out there, you wouldn't have to catch or raise up any of them. And then you kind of have uh, to hope that there's more than one of the ones that have died already, like Lucario. <laughs> I would... It really depends on how you want to go about it. I mean, it could simply be winning tournaments, but then again, uh, you'd assume that somehow the contest trainers could become masters in some way, too. So it, mm-hmm. it's fairly open... Um, maybe it is just winning a major tournament of whatever field you're in, whether that be contests or battling or whatever. <coughs> but that doesn't really feel enough, does it? No, I mean, it's got to be Ash more. Is a, 
Yeah, Ash has already won the Orange League. Uh, yeah, he's come very close at Kanto, Joto, and Hoenn, and they still don't consider him to be a master. Yeah. No. I think the closest anime character we had to a master was that old guy with the white hair. What was his name? Um, recently aired. Um, uh, don't know. Oak the one who, be a master. who sat down in the middle of the battle, and you know they had to have their little snack and lunch and all well, that. Well, he's. But wait a second. In the anime timeline, is Oak still a former Pokemon League champion? I think so. Not Can we consider Oak being a Pokemon professor a master? Hmm. I wouldn't so, consider it. Um, a retired master. Perhaps. perhaps. So is it is it more or less like you're saying it's a title that's unobtainable or <sighs> you know it it's not an official title. Really. It's more an honorific. Well, if we go title. by the league standards it's supposed to be. Aren't the, like, the Elite that's... Four supposed to be Masters? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, there are different interpretations of that quotation. Because okay. uh, because in one one person's eyes, it might mean different than what than uh, maybe an official... So maybe it's a personal thing. Perhaps. You know? uh, Probably... If you're, you're a Master, if you're in tune with your Pokemon, and you know all the different basics and whatnot of types and moves and... Just, you know, I guess you're a master if other stuff. people acknowledge you're a master. It, it's like a cool. You're cool because other people say you're cool. You're not cool because of any specific thing you did. It's all about influence and peers. Mm. That's very yeah. If it if it is official title, I think it would have to be an international tournament. But I really I'm really getting the impression that um, it's more it's an unofficial thing. It's just like. If you win a lot of really big tournaments, people are just going to start calling you a master. <laughs> because you have mastered that that yeah. particular activity. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's just a cool thing that TV announcers can call trainers. Let, let's be honest. So I, think, I think it's basically just a way of saying, I want to be really, 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 really good at Pokemon training. Yeah. And I, I think mean, that's I also think a form of advertising. mastership, but... You know, it's still a goal to strive for. So even if the series <coughs> ends and he's not become a master, it motivates people who are still into the series or you know, Pokemon in general mm -hmm. to yeah. continue on, et cetera, et cetera. You know. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they I they thought it was just mainly towards public acceptance, but I didn't know if there was some sort of definition that would apply to the There's title. None it's unknown. actually spelled out. So no, uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of like if you think about it, it's kind of like um, common sense rules that are in various countries. For example, um, let me let me try to think of an example here. Um, Non-written rules. I mean, you could you could think of it as uh, courtesy or some other rules that, or other regulations that don't need to be written down, but everybody seems to know. Like, um, trying to think here. Um, blah. I can't even think of anything now. Um, think of any examples? I'm not sure. Well, think about it. Think about it. I, I think we've pretty much answered the question at this point. Yeah. We're just starting to ramble on now. 
Yes. Yeah. And we have any more people to call yeah, and other calls. things. <laughs> um, do you have any other questions? No, no, that was mainly my main question I was wanting to ask. All right. All right, so. BGC, thank you very much for being on the cast, and we'll have you on a later date, a later right. episode, too, so thank All you very right, much. All right, thanks for letting me call in. All right, you're Bye-bye. welcome. See you. Need Pokemon information? Hey, there's only one place to get it. Pokemon Palace Network. PPN has game cheats, game information, episode information, movie information. Remember, don't get your daily dose of Pokemon anywhere else. That's PokemonPalace.net. Alright. Alright, moving on. Rolling right along with this call in Fest 2006. Um, yep, two calls so far, and we're going Yay. on number number three. And that third call, and will be winner. So let's get him in. Welcome, winner to Bulbacast Nine. All right. Um, you probably wanted me to get on here to talk about uh my experience as a Pokemon Ranger. Hmm, that'd be a great topic to go on. Sure, right. go right ahead. Uh, I gotta be honest, when going in, I didn't really have high hopes for Ranger. I didn't think it was gonna be a very fun game. And, uh, about a week before its, uh, release, I decided to get it. And, uh, I, um, completed it fairly quickly, but it's a very fun game. Um, it gives you a lot of room to explore. Uh, a lot of areas. Forests, caves, lakes, and such. And, um, it features a lot of Pokemon and a lot of puzzles. So... Uh, any questions? I don't know. What we fixed it so quickly? Is it all just mission based or uh yeah, pretty much. And then um the real time for the hours probably uh comes from f- trying to find all the Pokemon and completing the Ranger decks. Can you do an easy after credits quest to get the Pokemon and stuff? Yeah, um just uh finding different things. Um you have you have to complete all your. Uh, you have to get everything to get Snorlax. That's the uh, final one. I don't know if that might be a spoiler. I don't know if that could be. Well, I don't know. Uh, how many hours did you spend actually already, so playing the game every day? Um. Well, I completed it in three days, and that was at twelve hours apiece. So thirty-six hours. Wow. Yeah, and um, to complete the Ranger decks, I'd probably say that's about another. 20, 25 hours, um, and that's me just playing it straight through. I've got a few questions about the Ranger decks. Um, I'm guessing that you add Pokemon to the Ranger decks just by having them in your power once? Or... Um, yeah, just by catching them. And then there's, um... um oh, sorry. <clears throat> so, does that... It, does the Ranger decks span all the Pokemon? Are there ones that you, that you can't get in the game, or...? You can only get 218. Right. And there's a list somewhere on a Japanese site. Okay. Which one? What are some of the ones that aren't? I thought it was 220 of them. Um. Well, if you count Manaphy and um, Deoxys. Um. Yeah. So. Um. And then there are three ways to uh, get Pokemon as well. Um. Besides. Um. 
Well, actually, three games. Um, mm-hmm. The three uh, capture games. There's a uh, safari game in one of the towns where you're given three minutes to catch Pokemon for certain points just to try and get a score. Um, that has a number of Pokemon um, early on in the game, and also uh, when you complete it, there are some more added. There is a water capture game in which you ride a Lapras around. Uh, that's in a town called Summertown. And then there is one final game which I have not completed yet. It is extremely difficult. It is in Fall City, and you have to get a score of 50,000 points in two minutes. And the only way you can do that is by rounding up uh, several Pokemon at one time because throughout the different rounds because... um, by having more Pokemon in the battlefield, by being able to round them up, the score is tripled. And um, I've came very close, and uh, I quickly got frustrated. I had to turn it off because it was just too difficult. But um, so there is something to challenge you if you so absolutely. Um, sometimes what you'll have to do is um, you'll have to go from different place to different place just to get one Pokemon, and then just to um, break an obstacle. The, um... um oh, sorry. <laughs> what, what's the map like? What Moving between cities? Do you, do you actually travel like you would in the normal Pokemon games, or do you just, like, go back to a main map screen and choose the city? Well, uh, um, you basically yeah. just, um, walk around, and, um, there's a little navigator, uh, thing there to show you where you're going. You said oh. that there's a summer town in Fall City, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's four four places named after the four seasons. Oh. Uh, no, I really? don't think so. Actually, really, there, is, I there don't no, know. is there like not a winter or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> as far as I know, no, there isn't. There's an ice cave, but there is no winter town. Is there a spring? Uh, not really sure. So um, there's just summer and fall. As far as I know, yes. What about um, the other towns? What are their names based on? Or um, those I actually <laughs> those I actually forgot. Um, but one thing that I wanted to uh, mention was that there's transportation, as with um, other things in the game. Like if you want to go from city to city, um, you can actually ride on a dragonite. Whee! <laughs> dragonite. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's Please a trainer. Hold your Dragonite scales to a full and upright position. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> you, can, you can basically, there are basically, um, three main cities that you can travel between and, um, for, for you know, easy transportation. Um, and you can carry around up to seven Pokemon. You start with four. There is also a, um, which you gain by, of course, completing the different missions. Um, you also um, gain experience points in this game, but it's for a different cause. It's for the uh, Ranger Meter. You've probably saw in the screenshots, um, you know, drawing the circles around and maybe a Pokemon breaking them and then a little meter going down. Well, as you go up in levels by circling Pokemon, you gain points. Of course, the harder the Pokemon, the... Um, the more the points are. 
So for, you know, say a mudkip, you might only get a few points. But if you were to round up several Pokemon, let's just say um, Donphan. Donphan's a pretty common Pokemon later in the game. Um, if you were to round up several Donphan, you might get a few hundred points. And those actually increase your capture um, right. ability, or let's say whatever, so your Pokemon will right. have less of a chance to oh break my. out. <clears throat> By, um, By increasing the, uh, the level of the Pokemon Ranger that you are. Right. It increases the power of the capture, let's say. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know what the max level is. If I had to take a guess, I'd probably say about 30. So that would make your life meet... You only gain a few, um, I guess, light... You only get a few... A small increase to your life bar each level. And uh, I would well, imagine... That's in, so the range of themselves can actually be injured? Um, well, yeah, um trying to think. If you fail, you don't lose completely. Um, I guess you, um, and you don't technically white out. Um, I guess if, I don't know. I guess your device fails, and then you have to go back. I don't know how to really describe it, but yeah, I guess you could say that the ranger's health meter does go down, because... Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is, because well, you're physically trying to round up the Pokemon rather than just throw yeah. a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of us have actually wanted to see done in Diamond and Pearl. I mean, why would the bad guys just attack your Pokemon? Attack the trainer, then run off with his Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. And maybe maybe steal his items or personal belongings. That could that could go back to uh, some that could date back rather to some other RPG games, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. For some examples. Leave him stuck in the middle of the forest in only his underwear. They'd <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> some that wouldn't get past Nintendo. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think uh, uh, considering the demographic of the game, I don't think they'll have that happen. Or perhaps maybe, but I don't know. Well, you can you have that. Attack the trainer and lose the items, but I doubt that that's going to be much more than that. Yeah, why well, do you want to steal somebody's clothes? Yeah, yeah it's not—it's not like you can go to uh, Salvation Army pick up clothes. It's like they don't have clothes. Okay, what happens if it doesn't fit? Well, um, one option they might be able to take in Diamond and Pearl, and I guess we can make this a segue if you want, um, is if you recall from Ocarina of Time um, when Link had the different tunics. You know, if um, in Diamond of Pearl you are entering a different a fire area, you would have to have you know a fire resistant, you know, type of armor, mm. clothing, perhaps. You think they'll go that deep? I'm going to go and eat for about a half an hour, so I'll be back. Right. Well, oh. let's end this call then. Okay. All right. Pause, and that'll be that. Mm-hmm. All right. See ya. All right. Thanks, Winner, for calling. Thanks for your call. Yep. Bye. Let's get Hobbs twenty two twenty two on next on Poland Fest two thousand. Welcome Hobbs to Cast Nine. Hi. Hi. Since this hey. is very random, um, what topic would you like to discuss? 
I was just kind of wanting to no, I think we, before you had like you know GSC that could you know you could just go into you know, Kanto and Johto and then what do you think about like some game that you can explore like Kanto, Johto, Hoenn and maybe like expand Battle Frontier and all that. Well, I hope well I hope that they do that in Diamond and Pearl because if they are going to not enhance the graphics too much as I said before, they are probably going to include all the regions. And considering the sizes of DS carts, they can do it. I mean, it would be. I mean, it would be great of all fans. I mean, uh, the love RP- them forever. Yeah. What it could What could happen though is it could turn into a 200-hour RPG, and that's going to the heights where Final Fantasy is. The newer Final Fantasy games, where you have to. Would anyone mind that though? I don't think so. I mean, if if any mean if you really enjoy the game, go right ahead. If you want nostalgia, go right ahead. But if you're going to have to suffer, if you if you're going to have to suffer through it, um, <clears throat> I, I think suffer? it would be different gameplay. It would be more exciting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I think it, if it, just on the point that you were saying that if some people might not like the length, they could always make all these alternate regions optional. I mean, most people are going to go to them anyway, but it's probably not going to be like you have to go to these regions or you can't beat the game. Kind of like Battle Frontier. You have to go there if you want the cool stuff, but you don't have to go there if you want to beat the game. Technically, you, know? you don't. Have, you didn't have to go to the Kanto region in Gold, Silver, Crystal to yeah. beat the game. Beating the game was really Elite Four, not yeah, going exactly. on and beating the extra opponent of Ash. Exactly. Or Red, yeah, or whatever. It could be you like that. You know, they could also add a lot more new elements to it because they have the room to do so. So, yeah. yeah, it was like all the side quests and all that other stuff. Side quests, uh, a full type RPG. Um, it, it'd be a good place to put extra Pokemon. Mm. Wi-Fi fit in the other region. Now here's my question to you. Perhaps what they can do is they can have some sort of um, you can choose your region. Like if, you, like for example, Ooh. if you didn't want to start in Kano, you could Kano, you could start in Hoenn, you could start at uh, Orange. That would be cool. <clears throat> yeah, just like I'd like that. I mean, it would. I mean, wouldn't be that difficult. No, it wouldn't be that difficult. The only problem is, what do you do to the other gym leaders in the other regions? Do you reduce their levels as well and just make it so when you eventually get to go to the other regions, you're going to have to catch lower level Pokemon to go in the gym? Or perhaps it could come up like a string where. Um, it's like if then statements. If you've been to this region already, or if you're if this is your second region, they're going to calculate the levels already. But and by the well, time actually, you get to, by the time you get to the last region, they'll probably be all be at level 100 or close. It'd perhaps. be great for training. Actually, though. why not simply have each gym with a level cap, forcing you to catch new Pokemon from that region, Ooh. or maybe that other sounds very interesting Pokemon from that region to do it. That would be that would be here's, really here's, cool. It would actually be cool. I, here's a I like. Go ahead. Sorry. As a game player, what would you like to see in Diamond and Pearl? Brock. What I just said. Wait, what? <laughs> no, this is for um um Hobbs. Okay. What would you like to see in the game? I, I think it's just like a lot more, just expansion and being able to yeah you know, explore. Like some of the ideas you you suggested. You guys suggested like all the, um, you know, being able to select your own region. That that's actually pretty nice because it kind of prevents kind of that 
you know, you start here and you have to go to all these other places. Right. You kind of get the more flexibility. You, you get more flexibility. Yeah. And also uh, it increases the longevity of the game. Well, it makes each game different, too, because you're starting differently. There ought to right. be some random factor in there so that yeah. each game you play will depend on various factors to create the game scenario. So it's random every time. So let's say you played it uh, this year, starting in orange. Next mm-hmm. time you play it, and complete, you know, and you completed the game, so you're going to play it again now because the second time around, um. you start in Johto or, or somewhere, Poland. But the whole game is different because it's all randomly mm. regenerated each time you start a new game. Um, one thing that I, uh, one thing that I keep bringing up every time I would talk about things that we want to see in Diamond and Pearl. This is something I've want to see from see from the start. And if they do expand it this much, or even if they just touch into the world of online play as we know they're going to do. I really want to be able to customize my person's look. I mean, it, this yes. is this is a very interactive game and yet there's two appearances that people can have. That's not enough. We need I want to I be agree. able to look the way I want, not mm. not male or female. Yeah, they might be able I, to do that now. Hopefully. With the older sprites it would have actually been easier to do it. I mean, mm. you might not remember but back when Conidas was trying to do his Pokemon online thing, the one thing that he did get out and in public was the sprite designer. And mm. it would not have been difficult to do that. But if we're going to be using more Super Nintendo-style sprites for this rather than little dinky 8-bit sprites, then I think the best you're going to be able to arrange for are simple palette swaps and well, maybe wearing different colors. outfits. Yeah. We might get lucky. There might be like hairdressers that let you choose between 20 different hairdos and colors and yeah. uh, you I'd... might be able to buy clothes for yourself which may even have special effects and so that forth. That would be cool. Yeah. Trade clothes with uh, friends. Rare clothing that you can only get from certain people. Like Brock's vest or something? Cough. <coughs> <You're a> cough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, perhaps. There's a lot of possibilities they can actually get into this game if mm. they, you know, knew if the they band, just want to. They, want. Well, they probably no, no don't do a lot of surveys to find out what they want in the game. They just mm. go by, you know, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Mm. You know, this sounds cool from a game programmer's perspective, not from yeah. the player. Mm. Not from the fan, anyway. So they have to make it playable, obviously. And I'm yeah, sure they play test them. Yeah. Well, you yeah, always got to play test. It. Yeah, you always yeah, have to play test. Yeah, but fan test. Okay. What do we want? I want online interaction. Right. Mm. I want the dang yeah. thing when I plug it Everyone in. Everyone wants online interaction. I want to be yeah. able to get up with a friend and we can go RPGing together or something. Random battles. Mm hmm. Um. Etc. Uh, I like the idea of the random starting also, which we haven't brought up before. Mm. I like that. That sounds really good, especially if we can get it to generate random maps each time. Mm, that might that might be um, our whole random map might be a little tough. I think not really. Maybe for some certain areas, but. Well, I think it generally kinda, random. It, it, I mean, you know. what I'm talking about tough is um, more like along with. Make it match up with the anime because 
I mean, the anime tends to match it to the anime. Anime tends to throw following any sort of map out the window anyway. But um, if you just make it so there's if there's there's no general past orange, yeah, you're right. But anyway, orange fell all the game maps fairly religiously. And then the other ones are kind of well. Let's at least use it as a loose guideline. Now you're not even giving them the loose guideline. They're just gonna say. Oh, by the way, here's this this very conveniently placed town, and this very conveniently placed town. Mm. Bit too much. Yeah, yeah I think. Exactly. Wasn't there a, a game for PlayStation that did something like that? What, what Monster was it? Rancher? No, Legend of Mana. Oh yeah, Legend yeah. of Mana. Blah. It, I don't think yeah. Monster Rancher ever did that. Monster yeah, Rancher okay. did some pretty weird stuff, but yeah, I don't think I ever I don't did that. Well, I know it's that. not that hard to do in games, because it's just really a, a random number yeah. generator. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but at the same time, I think there's kind of something nice about having one region, like a, like a common map that everyone knows. Makes it feel like everyone's part of the same world. Mm-hmm. Not just in their it own It could be an world. option, you know, you turn it on random or not. Maybe. Could be like maybe well, like I said, it could be just little parts of little things. Like maybe this one park that never looks the same twice. Uh, like a forest, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Because you like, what the heck happened? The forest. So the mazes would change in the forest. Make it full mm-hmm. of stuff like Sudowoodo. Have it walking or, trees. Call it a forest of illusion or something. Yada yada. Yeah. Could be done. There's all kinds of neat things that they can do to keep the interaction with the fans, you know, mm-hmm. um, highlighted and. Honestly, though, I, I think a forest which has constantly changing uh, maps would be very annoying to players unless you're able to bypass it at some point. Mm-hmm. Flying, you mean? <laughs> I don't know. You, you, well, before flying, if you're going to have to yeah. travel be- through it a lot in the early game, that would piss people off. If you can just travel through it once... Maybe keep going back there if you wanted to get Pokemon. That wouldn't be so bad. You could hide a rare Pokemon in there, too. Mm. And that would be your challenge, why it would change. Something like... Something like Celebi, except very malicious. Well, whatever. Just something that would be desired. Or something you'd have to get later in the game to complete a task or something. Anyway. That's, That's... we should probably just a step meaner than having that blacked out rooms that you can't get through unless you yeah unless you had flash or some other no, HM flash didn't even work in those blacked out rooms yeah, that's right <laughs> that's so, not yeah. much different mm-hmm. it changes every time <laughs> so might want to continue with the, the map <laughs> might want to change might want to continue with the call on fest now yeah let's move on yes. yep and thank you house for calling in once again, very insightful speculation information. Speculation is fun. Yep, speculation is fun. And we'll get you back on again, of course. Yeah, thanks. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. All right, okay. bye. Great calling again. Yep. Mm. We like Indeed. the speculation. We do. Yeah, specu- yeah, speculation makes people think, you know? Yeah, well, and if we can get our word and what we'd like to see in the game out there, you know, maybe somebody... Maybe somebody uh, will hear it, pick up on it. Yeah, not, if not in Diamond and Pearl, then whatever like follows. Yeah. Okay. Next in the call on the fest, we have a special guest, the Spanish PM operator and also owner of Pokemon Safari. That is the one and only Poke Safari, so let's get him on right now. Hello? 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 Hello?
Hello, Pocket Safari. Welcome to Bulbcast 9. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. Um, okay, man. So, what topic would you like to discuss this time? Well, I was wondering what you were thinking about Corfish evolving in the Battle Pyramid or sometime soon. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting Robot, speculation, circulation here. Robot already evolved and Fanfi also, so mm. I should get his team ready to fight the, what, the Frontier League or whatever it comes. So yeah, our comments on it are as follows. I know Hagani has evolved, well, hasn't, well, he was called in AG22, and it's now AG170 and hasn't evolved, hasn't evolved yet. It's probably due. It's it's due for its evolution in the next mm. few episodes. That's all I have to say on that topic, because oh. you have because you already had a uh, Subame evolve in eighty episodes, and uh, yeah. and he has been using it a lot lately. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe it's gonna. I don't know what those surprise evolutions where uh, you know they don't say anything; it just happens. Yeah. I gotta say though, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure whether or not I I'm if. For or against the idea of corefish evolving, because on one hand, Crawdon is cool. I I do like it, but on the other hand, corefish is really really cool. <laughs> that is that's his other one. Mm. The, uh, Kingler. Uh, Kingler. Kingler. Yeah, it's gonna probably evolve here in the next few episodes. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Okay, goodbye. All right, thanks, PS, <laughs> for calling. Anyway, thank you, PS, for all of your uh, insight and. Yep. Other things. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yes. So is that it for the Bulbacast, or, or are we getting... Um, no, it's... What I think is interesting is how the sh- shippers seem to have really taken control w- when up? you think about it. I mean, never the OPA... Every, every little thing that happens, there's a ship on it. Oh, well, yeah. not only that, but I mean... Everything that doesn't happen, there's a ship on it. Almost... Uh, a lot of the people who are in uh, staff positions in the, the big anime-focused sites mm. are not only shippers, but former or even still current members of the OPS. <laughs> I mean, you've got myself, you've got Moz, who was a former member, you've got Barb, you've got Murgatroyd, you've got uh, Dr. Ron over on Cerebi, you've got Razor Raven over on Cerebi. Mm. Um... Oh jeez, there's more. Well, who else? Damn, I don't know the, the top of my head. And meanwhile, but, the fandom itself has been taken over by people who have no support for their ship. Cough. Advanced shippers. Cough. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's only happened at Cerebi, and even there, yeah. the poker ship. And actually, there, there's more poker shippers. It's just oh, that great, the, awesome. It's just that, like in the old days uh, with the pallet shippers, uh, the advanced shippers are more vocal. Uh, yeah, they probably see it as. I should try and make a widespread following for clothes stealing shipping. Yeah. I think there the already old... is a widespread following for clothes stealing shipping. In the old days, as well, you, know you used to have right? people who weren't shippers simply assuming that poker shipping was the default, and if they had to support anything, they'd support that. These days, it tends to be advanced shipping, which is kind of a problem because there are a lot less dedicated shippers who are advanced shippers. Yeah, but advanced shipping is really... <sighs> advanced shipping has no evidence. Me, I wouldn't nope. care about shipping at all. Pokey ship. I don't care, I just want to get the information. 
I'm, mm. I've devoted to two ships. One is between Brock and myself, and one is between Brock and my original character. <laughs> anyway. Somehow, if Brock was mentioned. What? No matter what. You would have to be in there if Brock's name was brought up in a, any ship. Mm. So it would be you. Do I ship? I'm very, I'm very picky about my Brock ship, surprisingly. I mean, I really do want to see him hook up with anyone, but at the same time, I want that person to be good. <laughs> he had his chance. Well, why not that frontier brain? What's her Japanese name again? I can never remember. Um, I don't know, but I know her English name is Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Um, um it is, um, blush. I could, I could pull up, I could pull up K-Player right now and I could tell you. Yeah. But anyway, what about her with Brock? I gotta say, it just... It didn't seem realistic. I, I, it bothered me in the same way that Brock and Wilhelmina bothered me. It's like, there's no reason why this person would suddenly go against the way most Pokemon females think. And I don't know, it just didn't... Actually like Brock. Well, as far as Brock and Lucy goes, I think we have to consider it in the context of ability shipping. Ash and Annabelle. Yeah, I, I like it as a one-time ship. I li- that's about the extent yeah, that it goes. Yeah, but the fact that they've actually done this kind of thing again and so soon, um, I think they're it bored. I see like they're going to touch <laughs> on. Yeah, well, I think they are bored. They're going to touch on shipping just like they did in Orange Islands because they got nothing else to do until oh, Diamond and Pearl Azami. comes out. Azami. I think they're good one-time ships, but I really can't see it working out. I think if they're ever going to actually seriously hook Brock up with a girl and not do it, I think that they're either going to, one, wait until the end of the series or the very last time we see Brock and then it's like just hook him up with the char- character of the day, which will suck, or two... Which he, we did with Ivy already. Yeah. I... The, I that's is what I, that's what. That's... What is probably going to happen, but what I hope doesn't happen, so that's kind of my issue. But um, the other way they could do it, the way that I hope I, they, that they do it, but they probably won't because it would t- take a lot of effort. If they ever wanted to seriously hook them up with a girl, they would probably introduce someone older than Misty and May, some girl, onto the par- on, into the group. And then it's they would probably have her... S- what? No, it's not going to ever happen that way. It will never be part of the group. Ever. I I think that that's the only way that they could ever really develop a ship nope. between him and a girl. No. Nope. His ships don't need development. They just need a girl who's not going to reject him out Except that's the, the, the girl du jour. It's going to be a somebody they... <laughs> uh, right. It's, it's going to be like a girl du jour, but it's not. It's going to develop into something deeper. And Brock going to... That's, that's what... That's the... the that's the... the what the... Uh, that's what I know that it's gonna. That like they're probably. Yeah, that's what but they're probably. No, the PPN, PPN, listen to me. That's what they are yeah. probably going to do, and that's what's probably going to suck because, as Ivy demonstrated, those things don't really turn out well. And let's as ships like Poke Shipping, Contest Shipping, and even Advanced Shipping show. Ships are cuter if they actually have some development, not boy meets girl, girl accepts boy, boy is never seen again, except at, at the wedding. No, there could be development, it's just they could do a temporary come with the group thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that's what I would, would, I would personally... It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be a formal joining of the group, though. Like you got just as much development with the character coming in 
like once every 20 episodes and having a hint filled mm. episode then traveling with them for the, all those 20 episodes yeah and then that would that hints. would be fine if someone's showing up every once in a while that's, and uh, that's what I think they, they can do with Azami yeah Mm, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. When are we ever gonna be like a, a permanent party? I I think Azami's a one time. I don't see her leaving her Pike anytime soon. Anyway, um, are we going to bring in another call or are we finishing here? I don't know. Let's I think see here. Because I do have some things I need to do today. Um, so I guess the answer is no. to... Uh, so I guess we'll finish here then. Now, just about do it for the Bobblecast episode number nine. I'd like to thank every single participant of this Bobblecast: Pi, PB and Steve, and Archaic, our Collins, Hobbs, Twenty Two, Twenty Two, BGT, Winter, and Poker Safari, as well as Chosen of Mana. I am Jesus Killer, and we will all say to you, goodbye everyone, and we'll see you next week. Oh,